Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Jays Fifth Down Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden. Uh, here today, we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears and how they will be a dangerous team in 2023 and beyond. I know everybody's going to like come at me for this because uh, the Bears, I understand that, but hear me out. They're a good team. They're going to be on the come up. Justin Fields is improving every single year. And um, I really think that, that they're going to be dangerous. I mean, they got a lot of talented guys offensively, defensively, guys they added in the offseason. So we're going to talk about that and uh, just how, how the sh- Chicago can come out of the basement of the NFC North and just the NFL in general. Uh, but before we get to that, make sure you guys check us out here. If you love football, if you love all that stuff, come uh, share, share this podcast with your friends, subscribe to the channel on YouTube. We're also on Spotify and every podcast platform. We're continuing to grow each and every day. We're getting better. It's the summertime, so we're continuing to, to you know, Grow our podcast. It's the time. It's a dead period for football right now. It's in the off season, so you know I'm trying to get, put out the best content I can for you guys, and we appreciate you loyal um, followers and subscribers of the channel. And make sure you share with your friends. So please check us out here on Jay's Fifth Down. Uh, so yeah, main topic for today is the Chicago Bears. Now it's a team that went three and fourteen last year. Very bad. They ended up with the number one overall pick, which they traded to the Carolina Panthers for DJ Moore and P.J. Walker and some other things, which is a great move by the front office. Ryan Poles, again, great job. I love what he's done since he's taken over as the GM there up there in uh, Chicago, um, because that's what they need to do. I mean, why you, you have the number one pick. You're not going to draft a quarterback because you have Justin Fields. So there's no reason for you to draft a quarterback. They didn't have a reason to. So they, I knew they were going to trade that pick. Um you know, and they end up trading it for a, a, a great number one wide receiver in DJ Moore, a guy who's trying to get out of Carolina with a horrible QB, QB situation there. Now he gets a solid guy, quarterback who is in his, is going into his third season and has improved each year he's been in the league. So that's a great trajectory, especially you know if you're a receiver that you know you're looking to make a name, continue to make a name for yourself in the NFL and continue to grow your your status and want people to know who you are. So, you know, and you have a quarterback who is also on the come up as well, that's only going to help your case. So it, it, it was a great move there. And I think it's going to be a win-win for both parties, uh, particularly DJ Moore and Justin Fields. Uh, um, but I really think this team can be dangerous. Um, you know, I mean, and I say that because if you look at Justin Fields' stats from 2021 to 2022, in 2021, his rookie season, he had 1,870 passing yards, seven touchdowns, 10 picks, 73.2 quarterback rating. Not, not that good. Um, not horrible, not that good. 2022, he had a uh, 2,242 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 picks, and a 85.2 quarterback rating. So you see the improvement, right? So and you even when you watch Justin play, you see that you you know you saw the improvement. He 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 was a little bit more precise with his passing. You know, you can tell he was working through the quarterback mechanics a little bit more offensively. He was getting better. You know, so that that that's the, those are the things you want to see out of a, um, those things you want to see out of your starting quarterback, right? Just that continuing to, on that trajectory to be better. Um, and I saw that out of Justin Fields, and I was impressed um, by the plays he made last year, um, he, especially on the ground, as he rushed for 1,142 rushing yards and eight touchdowns. And he also ran for 65 first downs. Think about that stat for a minute. Think, think about this for a minute. He ran for 65 first downs. So that's meaning, you know, you're, Second down, third down, maybe even fourth down. I'm not sure, but you know you need that first. You need to pick up that first. You need to keep the chains moving so you can drive down the field and, and score, right? You know, and and it's critical 
knowing that you have a guy in your backfield, a quarterback that can, that you can rely on to get that first down, to pick up those yards where it's running or passing in this particular instance, it's running the football. Um, and the Bears being able to say, hey, Justin, you know what? This is going to be a read option. It's third and five. The game's tied 20-20. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. We're on the 50-yard line. We need to get this first down. And then we're going to give you the ball. Um, and, they, and they knew that they can rely on him to, to go get that first down. So that's huge. I just thought that was a, an interesting stat that the, um, I saw there on ProFootballReference.com. He ran for 65 first downs. That's that's big. Um, and I can only see that number tune to grow, you know. Um, but, you know, and you have a quarterback that's able to pass and run the ball. That's huge, and especially in today's league. Um, you know, and I feel like Justin, as he continues to work on his passing game, can become a polished thrower of the football at this level. Um, as long as he continues to trend on that upward trajectory there. Uh, but, I mean, and they made great offseason additions, too. I mean, you add DJ Moore, Tremaine Edmonds, right? You know, um, those are those are the moves I was particularly impressed by. You know, even though they traded away Roquan Smith to the Ravens, but they got some draft capital back for him, right? You know, um, and they cleared some of that money off the cap. So uh, that, that was, uh, a, you know, good moves. I know Bears fans didn't want to see Roquan go, but he was asking for money that Chicago wasn't going to really pay him. And, uh, you know, it, that's just what it was. Um, you know, but the DJ Moore move was very important because, you, you know, their leading receiver last year was Cole Komet, the tight end. And with respect to Cole Komet, he's a great player. Uh, but he had over, like, what, 600 yards or something, a little over that, um, not that much over. Uh, he's your leading receiver. That's not good. That's not good at all. That, that is atrocious. So the Bears knew they need to go and get a number one receiver. And they did that, and they got D.J. Moore, who's happy to play with Justin Fields. He's happy to be in a new place in Chicago, a new area, uh, you know, somewhere fresh, fresh start for him. Now he gets to establish himself as a, as a top receiver in the league that he thinks he is. I think he is talented. Very talented. Is he a top receiver? You know, I, that remains to be seen. Uh, but he wants to make a name for himself that he is that that type of player. So uh, going to a different team, different quarterback, a, a polished quarterback, actual cons- uh, quarterback, you know, who, who is talented and consistent, um, he's able to go play with. That's huge. Um, you know, and I think that's gonna, only going to help him, not hurt him. It's going to help him. It's going to help the team. You know, so I, I mean – you know, it's just going to really, I, I think the Bears, you know, and once they figure everything out offensively, and they got Darnell Wright, too, drafted him with the first-round pick from Tennessee, the Austin tackle, great player, huge um, for them on that offensive line, continuing to protect Justin Fields, open up those running lanes. You know, they lost David Montgomery uh, to uh, the Lions in free agency, I believe it was. Yes, they lost him to the Lions. So, um, not you know, you lose him there, but Khalil Herbert, and uh, I believe he can take on that role of being the top, their top running back. I mean, you're not going to be, you know, it's, they're going to be interchanging the attempts with Fields and, and Herbert, you know, and whoever else they decide to put in the backfield. So I don't expect they don't really need that pound for pound running back. And we really haven't seen much of those in the league anymore now because the running back market has been so, and this has been a topic recently of a lot of uh, player, a lot of people, but it's been the running back market has been um, in, in some ways skewed. Now to the point where you don't really need those pound for pound for pound for pound running backs. Now this got running back by committee, those interchangeable positions. It's one of those interchangeable interchangeable positions now. So it's really no need to get a guy who you're going to give the ball, get, like give him 25 carries a game, 350 or more attempts in a season. That's not what the league is anymore. Uh, so 
you know, we'll see what, what happens with that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, and defensively, the, 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 the Chicago, you know, has got a great defense. Um, young emerging guys, right? It's Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, Kyle Gordon, um, you know, just to name a few guys, right? Um, Buster Screen, um, you know, Sean Gibson. I mean, you know, they, they're improving defensively too. And Tremaine Edmonds, the biggest of all, who they signed away from Buffalo in free agency. You know, so you bring in a guy who's fast, he's physical, he's tough. Um, he can cover for a linebacker pretty well, pretty decently. He can cover pretty well. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, they, they're trying to compete. And, and being realistic, we know they're not going to win many games next year. They might win six or seven games, I think, total. Maybe eight, you know, um, might go eight and nine. You know, if they're if they're really lucky, nine and eight. That's like the top, the type of tippy top of what you're wanting to do do if you're Chicago. That's like that's a realistic goal if you're the Bears. It's nine and eight. You sneak into the wild card, may, maybe even win. I don't know, depending on who you play. Um, but it's just continuing to get better each and every year. It's, and it, I mean, being a former football player myself. You know, it's just about getting better, right? Getting better as a team, collectively, as players individually. When everybody on the team is bought into that one goal of getting better and improving, then you make it easier um, to go out and compete each and every week because everybody's on that same accord, um, you know, under that same mindset, under the mantra that, hey, we're going to get better. We're going to fight. We're going to compete every week. We're, you know, we're going to go out and try and win football games. I think the Bears are doing that. I think they, they, they – Collective, I think they're on a good, um, they're in a good culture as a collective unit, right? And I think Matt Everflus is doing a good job of, of managing that and trying to continue to establish a culture in Chicago and say, hey, we're not the, the Bears who lose and uh, we're not going to be those Bears anymore. We're going we're gonna to change how people think about us. And I think they can do that. I totally think they can. Um, I believe in the Bears. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I believe that they can be a contender. Maybe not next year, maybe not the year after that, but maybe years beyond. Within the next three or four years, they're definitely going to be a playoff team in the NFC. Uh, the NFC as a whole, I mean, it's really top-heavy for the most part. Um, so your Eagles, 49ers, then after that, it's like it's open. Um, you know, So now you got room for the Lions to sneak in, right? You know, um, or teams like that. Uh, you know, who, who knows? You know, so I think the NFC North is particularly is one of those divisions where, uh, you know, if the Lions don't, if, if they don't do what we think they're doing and they're not, and they don't go out in, which I don't think it's going to happen, but they don't go out and uh, you'll go out and win a lot of games. Um, and we're not even a lot of games, but just show that they've improved, you know, and that they, they can go out and compete with the best of these teams and win like nine or 10 games. If they don't go out and do that, um, you know, then the Bears, hey, you know, they can sneak in that second spot in the NFC North. Uh, second or third, I don't think the Vikings, I don't know. I just don't know what them, like I said, I, and you guys can check my last video out that I did about the Vikings. I just think they're a really weird team. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but the Lions and the Bears, you know, I know they're definitely improving and they're getting better. So, uh, and that's just something to watch out for. Um, you know, hey, who knows, right? <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, that pretty much wraps us up there for the Bears. I just want to talk about them. I feel like they're going to be a very dangerous team here in the fall, um, you know, and, and moving on forward. Uh, you know, so make sure you guys watch out for them. Yeah, don't sleep on the Bears. I'm telling y'all, don't sleep on Chicago. Now they, they look, 
they're going to get there. It's going to take a little bit of time, but they're going to get there. They're on the right path. They're on the right trajectory. They're improving. They get. They're getting guys that are bought in to what they're what they're preaching. So, and when you have that on the football team, then you're going to do good. Trust me. So, uh, but thank you guys for checking us out here on the podcast today. It's a short one today. Just want to do a quick little episode here about the Chicago Bears. Um, let me know your thoughts in the comments and help us continue to grow this show on YouTube and every other podcast platform or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcast is where we are. Again, yeah, check us out. Um, leave your thoughts in the, in, in the comment section below. Do you think Chicago can be a dangerous team in the future? Let me know what you think and uh, tune back in for the next episode of Jay's Put Down. I'm your host, Jaden. Take care.